It's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Clipcast. It's season nine of the longest-running Clippers podcast in the history of all time. Woo! I'm your host, Chris Co-Wild. That's right, Co-Wild, short for Kawhi Leonard. With me, as always, Max Heat. You know him. You love him. He's Burbank's own Henry Dippin. Everybody is Burbank Hank. Oh, it is Clippers Nation. Clippers Nation. We <laughs> we have missed you. Oh, we've we missed you. you. We 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 went into our. Uh, we went into our cave Shame and cave. have been just licking our wounds. We just were wound lickers. We were certifiable shameful bubble lickers. Oh, man. Uh, you know, blech. hey, I'm just going to say this real quick because you and I yeah. haven't, we haven't podcasted in a long time because like you just said, we were known certified wound lickers hiding in our shame cave. Yeah. But we, sure. we picked up an upgrade from gosh darn it, Landry Shamit with this dookie Luke Kennard, who, by the way, Shameful, shameful Detroit Pistons basketball. They haven't played basketball, I think, in 12 years because they weren't invited to the bubble because they're a bunch of stinkers. So, if anything, Blake Griffin's lowly Ann Arbor, Michigan Pistons, they should be in a shame cave, not us, not the great, great Clippers. Oh, I'm enjoying this deflection. I, I, you Thank know, you. I really, you're just Thank you. really taking the spotlight off of us. Uh, and we have, we, didn't we clip casted uh, when Doc? Yes, uh, the last was Doc was leaving. When so last we, did do we left one. you, Doc Rivers was yeah. fired. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Hank. Um, real Let's quick, get into it. real quick, I have two things I want to say. One is I blamed our typical Clipper, if you will, in air quotes, second round exit, which we will very much expand upon because you and I talked about this at great length last night, and now we want to do it on the air a little bit more sober. Um, but <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> so we exited in the second round, and I yes. I blamed four people: Doc Rivers, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams, and Landry Shamit, and maybe in that order. And what did we do? We got rid of three out of four of those guys, and now just Lou is left. And I want to expand upon that. And my second point that I also want to expand upon, but much less than is that not a lot of people, and maybe it's just because I'm a member of Clippers Nation, as you call them. <laughs> Clippers Nation. Not a lot of people are talking about how the Milwaukee Bucks were the number one team in basketball, and they exited in the second round. And why is that, I wonder? So I'd like to hear your take on why aren't more people talking about the fact that the number one team in the NBA were eliminated in round two. Everyone seems to be talking about the Clippers being eliminated and then of course we can expand upon the Doc Rivers which we already did a whole episode about but we got to get into Montrez we got to get into Landry Shamit and all the new additions so I'm going to give you the well, floor I, Hank yeah let, let me let me answer I, I yeah this is a you're catching me off guard a little so it's not like I've really had time to think about this answer but uh oh right Clippers guard uh oh Clippers guard but, let's not talk listen, about the Clippers guard but, but situation listen. all right 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 off the top of my head um, were the Bucks up three one in the series that they lost? No, I don't believe so. Were the no, Clippers? They certainly weren't. Were the, but the Clippers were. Uh, that's the first part of your answer. The second part of your answer is I think everybody was really anticipating a very specific Clippers Lakers Western Conference final matchup. Sure. And so spotlight was even more on. But the other thing is. Um, while they were the favorites to go to the finals in the East, Milwaukee was not featuring um, 
a finals MVP from two different teams that was brought in and immediately everyone was anticipating they're going to win. Right. Nobody was saying the Bucks are going to win it all. They're a shoe in to win it all. They were saying the Bucks are a shoe in to make the East, to make the finals and then lose to the Clippers or the Lakers. Yeah, I mean so everybody I was saying was Bucks different... Clippers, right? Wasn't everybody saying Bucks Clippers finals and man did that not happen? Everybody on this podcast was. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think I think plenty of people were saying uh, that the Lake. Let, let's keep in mind the Lakers. This is their second season with LeBron James, and oh, the first season this. with LeBron James didn't go so great, I love right? That point. So this, so now here's their second season. Let's yeah. not pretend. Yeah, it was the first season with Anthony Davis, but it it wasn't like oh LeBron joined the team and they won. No, uh, they were a bust. I want to I want to point out that like we we're gonna get into the movement that has happened with the team. But the truth is we were the second seed and then things fell apart right. and it's difficult to argue any, anything except for two points. And the two points are um, doc rivers, which this was pointed out by Paul George. Uh, and we're going to get to Paul George too. This is like so many setups and Marcus um, Morris. Doc rivers. Didn't make any adjustments, right? We kept playing the same game over and over again. And every time we were about to podcast, but we're only podcasting after wins, which is a really fun new thing yeah, for no, our podcast. Yeah. Um, Basically, my notes were literally identical every single game. We, we started. We had a lead in the second quarter. We had it started to fall apart at the end of the half. All these things, uh, but the other thing is, uh, we we have kept our starters. Yes, we, we have, have kept our, sixth our starters. Man. We still have them all, and our sixth man of the year. So, uh, I I think that there's some reason for optimism coming in, especially with a new coach and some other new additions, but. We're going to get into all of that, a lot uh, but that's my answer. That's my answer to the why have, were people harder on uh, the Clippers than they were on the Bucks is because of that expectation and and the expectation of the final goal being a win. I don't think anybody thought the Bucks were going to win it all. Right, and and what do well, you think? I, I I disagree in that I think a lot of people did think the Bucks could win it all, and certainly a lot of people sure, thought could, that could. the Bucks were going to get there. And probably lose to L.A., whether it be the Lakers or the Clippers. Excuse me, Elward. So I, I agree and disagree with that. I, also, to be fair, oh, to be fair, uh, the Bucks uh, have been champions, I think, in the 70s or something stupid. And they don't have 50 years of blowing it, with all due respect to the great Clippers nation. And so they don't have that, oh, they can't get past round one, can't get past round two uh, shadow that they have to break free from. But you said something very interesting to me last night, uh, and I don't, you probably don't remember it because you were slurring when he said it. But <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time last night. We had a good time. We, we, last and by night. the way, we were we were FaceTiming with each other, obviously not visiting in person. Right. No, uh, very but yeah, we responsible. You know, the we best got a little was, crazy. There was a couple times realized fans, we should not do the podcast. <laughs> no, there's a couple times fans where Henry Dittman said, and I quote, "We should, we should, we should really be podcasting this right now." <laughs> anyway, and, and you were t you were wise enough to say, "We'll do it tomorrow when you're not hammered." <laughs> I know. Every time I said, "No, we shouldn't. We are wasted." All right. So uh, there's been so much anyway. movement, and there's a lot of show uh, ahead of us to talk about all the movement. Um, so I don't, I, gosh, I, I, I've literally, there's so much to talk about that, I, that I've lost my train of thought. But what I do want to say, A, is this, there's a lot of Clippers podcasts out there. Uh, one is hosted by known clickbait, uh, aficionado, Joe Von Buha. I don't remember what his podcast is called, 
But that guy is a sports writer. And so if you want a Clippers podcast that's hosted by a guy who loves clickbait and starting a river of crap for the Clippers, who he's now done this two seasons in a row, folks, where he writes these articles and he gets under the skin of the players and says, chemistry issues, chemistry issues, chemistry issues. Now, my my counter to Jovan Buha's clickbait chemistry issue claim is that isn't that the coach's fault if the locker room has chemistry issues and didn't we fix well, that it, problem? Okay, okay. First of all, yes, maybe. Yes, maybe. And second of all, we're also catching, and I've got a third of all, so so bear with me here. Um, second of all, we are now starting to to see um, some moves that may be helping chemistry as well. But in in Jovan's defense, Paul George immediately came out on the All the Smoke podcast and said, yeah, we we had some issues in our locker room. And players came out saying, yeah, we had some issues. So you can say that it's clickbait all you want, but Buha is a, a really great journalist, a really great writer who's very deep in with the Clippers, as much as the players will let the press because they're gun shy from the press, frankly, because of last year's article from him. Uh, but it seems to be founded. It doesn't seem as though... Anyone is necessarily disagreeing. In fact, Paul George said, yeah, we had some chemistry issues. So, you know, I don't know. I, I feel a little bit like I can, I'm going to have Jovan's back a little bit and say that I, I'm not sure he was exactly wrong. But, yes, I do think that changing the coach could change the culture, could change the vibe, could change all of that. Also, some, you know, some players that are veterans. I, I think it helps us. Let's get into our first new player. Let's talk about Serge Ibaka. Um, I think it helps us that Serge Ibaka has joined the team and is one of Kawhi's good friends. He's not just a former player. Mm-mm. He's a former teammate. He's literally a good friend of Kawhi's. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the more that we the more that we start bringing in that like that's an existing chemistry. That's like when you show up to shoot a TV show or a movie and one of your friends is in the cast and it's like, "Well, that saves us a big step." We're already friends. Everyone knows um, the Kawhi Leonard what it do baby. Everyone knows what it do baby. But what everyone yes. didn't know was that baby no. is Serge Ibaka and that Serge Ibaka Yeep. was filming that. And what it do, baby, that's Kawhi's baby, Serge Ibaka. No one knew that Kawhi Leonard is Serge Ibaka's father. <laughs> I'm guessing. Well, but seriously, okay. though, but seriously, oh, no. that video, for, for real, that video, what it do, know. baby, Serge Ibaka you know? filmed that video thanks to the great the- Farbod. Eskin, Eskin, yeah. sorry, Eskin, consolation, sorry, Eskin, sorry. Thanks to the great Farbod, he posted that elongated clip. Clips. Yes, and it I was Serge know. Ibaka filming what it do, baby, and they're in the back of a, I don't know, a limo or something, or in, of a town car or something. I assume. But it's literally, I I, no one knew that. So, and I'm just going to no. go back real quick. Just, I'm going to go back. Just pump the brakes just a hair before I expand about Serge Ibaka. Just to, and then and then we can put, we can put a lid on Jovan and move on. A, it's Jovan, not Jovan. B. Oh, sorry. That's no. It's I'm just, just a testament to how much better I know him than you do. Uh, B. Oh yeah, B, you've known him a long time. I just met him. <laughs> B. If I was the producer of his podcast, uh, every episode would start with Booha got you all in check. And C. Jovan Buha got you all in check. And C. Jovan Buha in his clickbait article, and then I want to move past this and talk about Surge and our Surge protectors and Blake Griffin's balls. I think Buha did this clickbait about how Paul George and Kawhi Leonard hated practice, and I just want to address that because we haven't talked about that until right now, and then we'll move on. 
Jovan Buha said Paul George and Kawhi Leonard didn't want to practice because they lived far or something and they're divas. And I just want to say, for the record, the number one person in the Clipper organization who hated practice, number one, and this is not even up for debate, was Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers never wanted to practice after every single win. I, I've had press passes every season of Doc Rivers in Clipper Nation, Clippers Nation. So it's for seven seasons, I watched Doc Rivers after every single win cancel practice. I'm not telling you that that happens everywhere. I think coaches don't automatically give the guys a day off just because they won. I'm telling you, Doc Rivers hated practice. Doc Rivers loved to go out on the golf course and try to find leadership ideas while he was out playing golf. Doc Rivers hated practice the most, and the player who hated the practice the second most is Lou Williams. And that is, it's not up for debate. That is fact off of being with this team in the locker room and following them as long as I have and being behind the curtain to see the great and powerful Steve Ballmer slash Oz, I know Doc Rivers hated practice most and Lou Williams hated practice second most. And maybe Kawhi Leonard and Paul George could have been tied for three and four. But in Kawhi Leonard's defense, A, he's the greatest. B, he's got to be load managed. And C, he's traveling a great distance. Now, back to Kawhi Leonard and Serge Ibaka. Those guys are the best of friends. They have rings together. And when, what, when you found out about Serge, weren't you... Just like weren't weren't wasn't the wind just billowing underneath your clipper sails when you found out that great news about Surge? Well, yes, and and frankly, um, yes, yes. Although the wind had been so desperately taken out of my sails, losing um, Trez, and at this point, I can't remember if we had already lost. We'd lost Jermichael at that point too, hadn't we? Hadn't we lost them both? The wind was so deeply out of my sails that getting Serge Ibaka honestly just brought me back to a, a neutral. I, I was, and it's only been because I, because I was really, because I got to tell you, we, we, we're, we're just never going to know. I think Jermichael Green in his, with his new team is going to flourish. You know, we, but he's now an, and, and PS he's a nugget, which is even worse yeah, it's, of all the it's teams a hard, to go to. It's and a I hard think, pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow because they already obviously are a are a problem for us, so, and now he's over there. So, but yeah, I, don't, I will yeah. tell you this. Tell, tell me. I will tell you this. The, the the reason when we got on the phone yesterday, the, remember the first thing I said to you was, "I'm so nervous, dude. Oh, I'm so nervous about this upcoming season." Oh, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember yesterday. Did I see you yesterday? Oh no! I woke oh, up no. with a splitting headache, and I have no memory of yesterday. <laughs> um, uh, I I'm very nervous, but I will say this: um, the two the two things that keep popping out to me in general as we talk about this team coming up is that a lot of these new players you keep hearing them talked about and they and this sentence they could make a big difference from the clipper for the clippers if they can stay healthy that's the first thing oh yeah you're always Um, you're scared about that but the big thing that we because we have some players here that we need to stay healthy. I mean, everyone yeah. does, but that's really a descriptor of I don't, our I don't team. Think, like Bernard, some of these guys I, have health issues. I don't think of Serge as an injury prone player. Like no, like, like a no, I don't think he is. Okay, I don't think he is. Yeah. I don't think he is. Um, but I will also say that the other thing that the thing that kept coming up for us at the end of last season, and keep in mind, we had a bench that was I want to say led the league in bench scoring of the oh entire my God. league. Yeah, of the cool. entire history um, of the NBA. <laughs> uh, but we have we had but they but not really the case with their defense. And so if oh, we now have Serge if we now have Serge Ibaka, like are we going to see Serge Ibaka coming off the bench is the first question. Are they yes. going to keep giving um Zubats? Yes. Um center. Cuz yes. cuz some Starting places center, you yes. look they have him listed as a starter, but I I want if Serge is coming in, 
He is a defense. He is strong. Oh. He's def- a defensive strength. Yes. He's a great rim protector. He spreads the floor. And P.S., I want to say he's shooting like, I'm looking for my notes now. Off the top of my head, I want to say he was shooting like 38% from three or something yeah. great like that Montrez, last Montrezl Harrell would fire up threes only at the end of quarters. <laughs> and yeah. you'd be like, why are you doing that, Trez? And he hit one ever. All right, so are you ready for this? Ibaka yeah, so, so versus... I like that. I, th- I think that helps us. And I think that the second unit defense is... Is uh, we we that's something we need. We so need Sir, defense, and I think Serge brings us that for sure. Serge Ibaka, okay, you ready for this? Serge Ibaka versus Montrez Harrell. We're gonna take. I'm not gonna include Montrez's lowly, lowly Houston Rocket playoff numbers because when Montrez Harrell was on the Houston Rockets, he wasn't really that much of an impact guy. He became that under Doc Rivers, and that's a testament to Doc. Uh, before I dazzle you, I'm just going to say I think Montrez, honestly, is probably going to do better uh, as a Laker because he, all of his shortcomings are going to be made up by Anthony Davis. But, but, but beside that, um, here's Serge Ibaka versus Montrez, the last three playoff series, okay? So that's going to – Ooh, gonna I sp- like this. Thank you. That's going to span two postseasons, the last three playoff series, okay? Ibaka yeah. is 2-1. and one out of the last three playoff series versus Montrez, who is one and two. Sure. Ibaka averages 13.5 points in his last three off playoff series. Montrez just below at 13 points. That's a half point less averaging. Mm. Ibaka, Mm. 7.5 rebounds averaging. 7.5 rebounds in his last three playoff series. Montrez, four Rebounds. Four rebounds, Hank. Blech. Serge Ibaka averaging one and a half blocks per game per his past three playoff series. Montrez averaging a half a block per game. (laughs) Serge Ibaka got a ring in one of those (laughs) playoffs. Montrez, zero (laughs) rings. But here here is where Montrez has the edge. Montrez blown 3-1 leads. He did it once, but Ibaka never blew a 3-1 lead. So Ibaka with Kawhi got a ring. Trez with Kawhi didn't get a ring. I I, I think Ibaka is an upgrade over Montrez. I, I agree with you, and Michael Green is the big hit of the guys we lost. I don't care about Landry, yeah. gosh darn it. God Shamit or whatever his name is. Good riddance. Uh, Luke Kennard is an upgrade. He's a better shooter. He's a better defender. Landry Shamit had one good game in Oakland, and we'll love him for it for the rest of all time. Montrez was a beast for us in the regular season. He was horrible in the bubble. I think Montrez. I think Montrez is going to do wonderfully under an oversized seven foot plus power forward Anthony oh, Davis. Yeah. Like oh yeah. It, we're listen, I don't hate I don't I got nothing but love for Montrez and I and I'm obviously we have the feelings we had about how it all wrapped up in the bubble, but that was a really messed up situation for players. Um, on top of that, not being able to be with family members, not being able to mourn. Like uh, like all of that was such a wreck. I don't have any any ill will towards any of the Clippers that and how they underperformed or how things went in the playoffs. I, I legitimately don't. Um, but I, And I'm here to tell you, 
Montrez is going to be amazing next to Anthony Davis. Oh, it's going to showcase beast. everything that he does, and it's going to hide everything that all of his weaknesses. And I'm happy for him for that. I'm not happy that it's happening at the Lakers. I'm not happy Jermichael Green is at the Nuggets. Right. Um, but really quickly, we're really quickly while we're spreading love, just to get this out of the way. Also, you know, I, I thank you, Rodney Magruder. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Jonathan Motley. And thank you, John. Rodney Magruder was great for us, man. Oh, did we? He's, he's gone. Did we lose Motley? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, we lost Motley. Went to the fu- the uh, the Suns. Rodney Magruder left, but I but I loved we loved Magruder. We loved Magruder. And it, but I I was so never I, sh- I was never part of the Motley crew. I didn't even know he was dealt. No, 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 no. But I want I'm just saying farewell and Joe Kim Noah, sure. who of course is now. Has been sure. waived and it's basically and, and he's also retired, but... farewell Joe Von Buha from ever being talked to Stop by any it. Clippers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I, I love Joe Von. Yeah, and his podcast is called Clip City, I believe. And my point about he's bringing great. him up earlier was that, look, if you want a actual basketball journalist to talk about your favorite basketball team, you should listen to Joe Von's podcast. If oh you, yes, yes, if yes. If you want really uh, fun. Clipper nerds, like just like basketball <laughs> Clipper specific oh, nerds. You should, go yeah, yeah. To, you should go to Locked On Clips 100%. Oh, shout out Locked On Clippers. I uh, love them. If you want uh, even more nerdy uh, basketball Clipper talk that are even more Clipper nerdy, um, that's maybe not as fun. There's that one that's 213 Hoops. I don't even know what they – I think they're still called the Lob the Jam the Podcast, but I don't even know anymore. Um, but anyway, oh, but they're they're but they're great too. They're great too. Like they they they're they're, they're stats, all stats and stats and nerds. Yeah, yeah, and I love mid level. I love it. Exemptions and and veterans minimum. Oh, yeah, all that bird rights. That's where you go. You but go there. You, go if, there for if that. If you want a Clippers podcast <laughs> where yes. where one of the hosts is currently wearing in the middle of the afternoon a terry cloth red and blue Clippers bathrobe. While podcasting <laughs> with a logo that is no longer current, this is your one-stop shop <laughs> for Clipper Talk. You are here for you it. You did it. No cap. You did it. It hits different, Gen Z. It hits different. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and also, what, what? by the way, just real quick while I'm on this tangent, and then I'll let you speak, I promise. When we started this show, Clipcast, all of the aforementioned Clipper nerds were either in middle school or high school. So anyway, we are back, and it's so good to see you and talk to you and be with you. And thank you so much for always uh, being so wonderful on social media with us uh, at LA Clipcast on Twitter or IG. Always oh, hit us yes, up. Fans. And Hank, you yes, know, yes. you know, you know, Hank, you and I now have been at this uh, Clipper fandom now for spanning two decades. We started in two thousand and one. And now here we are getting up to 2021. That is now 20 oh, yeah. years in the trenches with these yeah. guys. Crazy. And, and I just want to say, this is our 10th, what will likely be barring 
a nuclear explosion. Uh-oh. I'm sorry to say that, but barring like Careful. literally the roof falling off of the Clipper organization, and I know we're building, oh a, boy, we're, we're building a brand new roof in Inglewood. This will be, knock on wood, our tenth winning season in a row. And for the long and lustful Clippers nation out there, that is nothing to shake your stick at, sirs and ma'ams and non-gender specifics. No. Ten winning seasons. No. Congratulations. We're about to enter our tenth winning season. Savor the flavor, Clippers nation. P.S. I remember a specific game, say 15 years ago, where you looked at me at, at the end of the game and said, Oh, Hank, if we just win five more games, we'll be at 500. At home. At home. At home. <laughs> Not over 500. At 500. We were five games under, and we were thrilled. <laughs> at home. We were thrilled, and our hopes, and the. I remember the game where it became impossible to get to 500 at home. P.S. on yeah. the road, we were like 20 games under 500. Yeah. Uh, I remember us being, our hopes, we were really crushed. You were like, dude, that's it. We can't get to 500 at home, and just. Not do you, do you think to now have winning seasons is a real embarrassment of do riches. You it feels much better. Think it's better. Do you think, Hank? Sometimes, if, if COVID nineteen never happened, mm. do you think with the home cooking and Staples Center and normal basketball, we we make we finally make the conference finals? Let alone finals, let alone be champs. I, I mean, I certainly. I do. mean, I. I think it's possible. I, I think you know there was no home court advantage um, in the bubble. In 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 the bubble, right? So you didn't you didn't get the benefit of like we're here at our home spot and all of that. Um, but the problems in our team were great were greater than home court advantage and sleeping in your own bed. Um, so you know I don't know. We're gonna I, we're gonna have to we're really gonna have to see what happens this season. I mean, I'm looking at our. Should we talk about our roster right now and what what yes. we have in each position? Let's yes. go position by position. All right, but um, but before so, but before we do that, I just want to say, uh, just to put it and and again, we'll we'll put a lid on this and move on to the roster spots. Yeah, I, I have always said many 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 years for longtime listeners, one always plays two in the conference finals and in the NBA specifically. The champions are always number one or number, always number, mostly number one. Second is number two. Every now and again, a three squeaks in. A four and a five seed has never won. Uh, randomly, the six seed won, like a Boston Celtics six seed won, and then never a seven or an eight. So my point is, one always plays two in the conference finals, and the bubble was an anomaly, and one didn't make the conference finals, and neither did two. And that's an anomaly, so we'll just never know. We'll never know. All right, so let's talk Clipper positions. I don't have it in front of me, but I I, I am, do. I, I do. Ma- okay, so do you want to do like a game show where uh, see if I can name? Let's go position by position. Okay, here we go. Let's go right. position by okay. position. So so first of all, I want to I want to point out something that has been really heavy on Clippers social media, Clippers Twitter, and all of that. Um, and it is the big question mark, right, of what uh, of what we did not pick up in the offseason yet, what we did not pick up yet, which is a point guard. Uh, I would argue, of course, that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard um, create their own shot opportunities, often run the offense. Would they if we had a great point guard? I don't know. But I find it very interesting that we signed Chauncey Billups, former, former Finals MVP as a coach, mm, point guard. Good point. Former Finals MVP, point guard. And Teron Liu, who Ty was Lou. an NBA point guard and a 2016 NBA champion coaching the yeah, Cavaliers. Absolutely. Um, I find that very interesting that that's our leadership. But looking at the position as of right now, mm. 
We're looking at Patrick Beverly as a starter. Oh, wait. Can can I play? Can I play? Can I play? (laughs) Patrick. Oh, you want to guess him? Yeah, yeah, I want to guess him. Okay. All All right, right. fine. Go. So, Patrick Beverly is our starting point guard. Nope. Nope. That's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. That's one wrong. Patrick Beverly is our starting point guard. Yeah. Our our two backup point guards, and I'm not going to put – one could argue that Lou Williams is a backup point guard, but he's not. He's he's a tr- he's no, really he's, no, he's a shooting not. guard. I know. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead. I read that uh, I read that from a quote unquote Clippers expert, and I just disagreed with it. Um, so yeah. Patrick Beverly, point guard, backup point guard is Reggie Jackson. Yes. And backup backup point guard Terrence Mann. Uh, well, yes, but in between those two, potentially is uh, Kai Bowman, right? Yes. Yeah, so. So I think what's interesting about Kai Bowman and and A, I know Kai is short for K Y R A N. My son's name is K I R A N, Kieran. So I'll be calling Kai Bowman Kieran, but I I know they call him Kai. Is that because it's short for Kyron, Kyran, or does he pronounce it Kieran, Kyron. or is it Kyron? I we don't know. Ky- it's Kyron. Oh, you yeah, know. I do know. It's Kyron. Now yeah, he Kyron Bowman was a warrior for a broke down, broken warrior team that lost every single star, right? Yeah, and and he shot. I want to say he shot like. See, I I think Terrence like, Mann's the, the guy over him, but I I just don't know. Yo, know, we don't know. That's going to certainly be a position that we're so watching four, to see what happens. But that's four but there's point some, guards. There's something to keep in mind. Now, now, if if you'd ask me what my my wish would have been. Or may still be. Let's see who gets dealt. Henry, what's would your be wish? That, would be would be that we have because of what I said earlier, right? About our second unit having some de- defensive issues. Um, there's a lot of argument about. Oh, could Patrick Beverly come off the bench and therefore bring extra D mm-hmm. to the second unit? I personally mm-hmm. felt like that was a great idea. And then mm-hmm. last night you brought a counterpoint to that, which I will let you voice right now. Patrick Beverly starts at point guard because of his defense. And then, Boom. and then you bring in like a Reggie Jackson off the bench for his offense. Yeah, and then you yeah, f- and you because just, you just finish with the best matchup, right? I don't know. because yeah because because Lou Williams yeah. So let's go offense, to that. Offense. Let's go to the argument. Lou Williams creates offense. Right. Lou Williams creates his own shot. So maybe you can get away with less of a true point guard. But we got we're four deep at the so point guard. Your start. Terrence so Mann and Terrence Mann is coming into his second season. Yeah. You know, I Ky- like T Man. I like T Man. Yeah, and Kai Bowman is not a great. He's not one of those. He's not a necessarily a point guard that he's not flashy. It also brings you an incredible three point threat. I think he shot like thirty percent from three last well, season and forty percent from oh, the great. field. I'll take that. Um, no, but it's well, it's I'll fine. It. It's it. it's good. It's good. All it's right, good, so right, it's good. But it's not like it's the best stat you've ever no. seen. Or rather, be forty percent. Sure, whatever. and you and yeah. what you what you really want from your point guard is a lot of assists. Let's be honest. All right, so and I like we got so now listen. Wait, one more thing. Yeah. So that means that Kai Bowman and Terrence Mann both are in their second season and battling for that position. And oh, I think yeah. that that's the position we that's the position we want guys going head to head and trying to show. Who's oh, I didn't best. realize Kai be- was a second year guy. I don't know that much about Kai. Yeah, his, 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 that yeah, was his Kai. first season out of Boston College, I want to say, ah. or someplace like that, somewhere, somewhere Becky's. So All right, anyway, so that's the point guards. Two guards. Say. Here comes two guards. Starting two guard is Paul George. Backup Correct. two guard is Sweet Lou Williams. And then backup, yes. backup two guard is, I believe, Dookie Lukey Kennard. 
He is. And the thing about Luke Kennard, he's my first, like, if healthy, because he only played 28 games for Detroit last yes, season. Yes, but Detroit only really played 28 games. <laughs> or at least they played 28 <laughs> oh years ago. I mean, oh, my God. Wait, I forever. did not. I, I literally did not. I'm not kidding. I did not think of that. Like, how many games actually got played in the season before I, I they shut they, it down? I think they played like 50. S- yeah. 50. No, they played more than that. They, they played must have more played than that. like 70. Because we were 49 and 23. We were 49 and 23. I so thought we, we were like we, uh, 40 and 420 and 420 and 42 and 24 or something like that. I don't remember. We were right around 69 games ish, 70 games when the thing got shut down. So you, he probably let's played. Six, let's just say 69. Let's just say sexy, sexy this 69. Is, so Lukey Kennard played about half of Detroit Pistons, less than half season and then they shut it down but he's had a whole full year basically to get healthy and according to him he's a hundred percent ready to go so hopefully he'll stay that way so i i, I don't well I, yeah did, 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 am i forgetting a, a two guard or is there some no, guy that's you okay. are not i'm sure there's a probably a, not. A, a, i'm sure there's some fringe guys that may or may not make the squad going to uh going to a practice camp or whatever the hell it's called training camp all right so we'll be moving on to the Kawhi leonard coveted three position the one that we Lacked for so many years. Oh, we need a wing. Oh, we need a wing. Well, we get one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, Got him. Uh, yeah, Kawhi let's talk Leonard. about it. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Ka- Kawhi Leonard is your starting three. Uh, your backup yeah. three. Oh, man, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Don't tell me. Your backup three is uh, Nicholas Batum, or is he a four? Ooh, Zutalo. <laughs> Très bien, <laughs> mon ami. Zutalo, mon ami. That's right. That's All right. right. So, Batum. Batum is your backup three. I, I honestly don't even know who your backup backup three is. I don't know if you Oh, know. okay. Well, I'll tell you. It's it's Jay Scrub, who was uh, who's uh, like, I he's, think. He's out for two months. Fr- what? Yeah, he got injured and he's out for like a, at least two months or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad. All right, well that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. He's coming in behind Nick Batum and Batum. Uh, yes, you know, it, we got Batum from the Hornets. Um, they stretched out his contract in order to make it work. And um, everybody you know, he's, he's says been, he's a veteran. He's a veteran. Yes. Twelve seasons. And everyone says last season he was an absolute dumpster fire. But like, who wouldn't be in that Charlotte organization? So let's see what he does because. I remember Batum, I believe, when he was a trailblazer best. Uh, don't quote me. But regardless, I know Nicholas Batum. Yeah, that's I right. Know, that's yeah. right. Blazers. So, And I want to say, you know, he's one of those overseas guys like a Serge Ibaka. I think he's going to be a great fit. All right, so now we're going to go to the four starting four is Marcus. No, no. Whoa. No, no, no. Because I believe, unless something has changed. Back up, back up. I do believe, back up, back that, I do believe that you can still get a hot cup of coffee. Oh, in that fourth coffee. position. Oh, yes, sir. a proper cuppa. Oh, Java. can we shout out Brian Seaman? Can we bra- shout out Brian Seaman's incredible coffee puns? Whenever Amazing, Amir dude. I think that's why Chauncey Billups took the coaching job is because I, he's like, he's I like, can't, I can't do this. I can't. I can't hang with the best coffee pun artist, the barista. So, but, Brian but, Seaman. But listen, listen. Before we go too far, I yeah. want to very quickly note. Yes, Very quickly do. note that please leadership do. in the lo- leadership in the locker room and chemistry and all of those things are things that people felt like we needed to get a hold of in the in the offseason, especially if you, because in my opinion, mm. Kawhi Leonard is not a verbal no. general to the team. And so now you've got Serge Ibaka coming in, right? Who has who it has always felt like Pat pedigree. Beverly's locker room. It always Wait. felt like Pat Beverly's yeah, yes. locker room to me. Yes. So now you got Serge Ibaka coming in, who first of all, first of all, is has 
is a veteran. Yeah. And so is Nick Batum, 12 seasons. And also have two very different experiences in the NBA. So does Nick Batum come in so grateful to not be playing for the Hornets <laughs> and to be back in that he's going to be a great energy for the team? Doesn't he's going to do his job. Is he pa- is he Patrick Patterson level? Like, right, right. I'm really grateful to be here, and right. I'm going to show you hey, that. Hey, Pat Patterson. Um, oh, these also, are all spoilers. So, these are all spoilers so, as yet to sorry. be mentioned. <laughs> sorry. So, so, that, so that may be something that we have improved upon is yes. veteran leadership yes. and a calm. Lock Locker room chemistry. Oh, I like that, Hank. I like that. A sense um, of Locker those two room guys. Chemistry. Those yeah. two guys. And also just yeah, like, So let's uh, go to the power forward. Uh, real quick, just to touch on what you were saying. Oh, yeah, go. Uh, the locker room, when just fans, what you may or may not know, you walk into the locker room, and literally the first locker room on your left is Patrick Beverly. The lockers wrap around in almost a C shape for our glorious Clippers. And on the f- so one end of the C is Pat Beverly. The other end of the C is Sweet Lou Williams. So if you think about it being Pat and Lou's team, because they, these those two guys are now the longest-tenured active Clippers, think of it as their locker room and their team, and those two guys are your backcourt and have certainly been bolstered. All right, so let's move to the front court. Number four. Yes, but and let me and let me just and let me just very quickly also. Oh, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Yeah, keep going. Number keep going. four, Powerful. obviously, Marcus Morris, education reform senior, who is massive. I didn't know. Maybe you didn't know. Maybe you did. He has a joint bank account with his brother Markeef. Marcus Morris putting a lot more money in the till this season than his buddy Markeef down the hall. Although Markeef got a ring, Marcus got paid. When I first interviewed Marcus Morris, he said Clippers got a real one, and they sure did, and we locked him in for three years, and we paid him, and he's going to be happy, and he's going to be excellent. I love Marcus Morris. His backup is Patrick Patterson, although maybe he's the backup backup, but I I love Patrick Patterson, and I think it was a huge misstep of Doc Rivers to not play him versus Denver, and I think it cost us the series. I don't know who the backup backup four is. I do know that I love Marcus Morris, and I do love the. I you, do you know don't. That I love you Pat don't Patterson. know. You don't know the backup four because the backup Fiondu? four only played Fiondu. Yeah, because yeah. he only played. Yeah, he only played twelve games, so that's okay. Fiondu. And, and I, we'll, we'll I always thought of Fiondu as a center. I always thought of Fiondu as a center because yeah, he's just so big. But okay, okay, backup backup. No, and now four. And now we're gonna be able. We're gonna be able to see. How the duo of Fiondu and Terrence Mann from yes. from uh, Florida State University, Seminoles, Knowles, Chris Knowles, we're gonna see we're gonna see how they continue to develop and do they keep you know keep trying to crack this rotation, um, but yeah, and Patrick Patterson, you got, you got a little contract, he's doing all right. Yeah, we're happy to right. keep him. He's got a beautiful wife. Um, and he's he, married. He's a wonderful social media guy. He loves Pokemon. We he's love a kid him. At heart. He, we love him. He loves. We love Netflix. him. And also. And also, this is this. Th- let me just expound a little bit on what, because there may expound be some listeners or who are like, what's, what, like, like, there may be some listeners who heard what you just said and are thinking, why would Doc Rivers give Pat Patterson more minutes? Well, he pat because the eyeball test will tell you that when Pat Patterson got in the court last season, including in the postseason, he produced quickly and oh, efficiently. Yeah. With, with a high success rate. Oh yeah. He came on and hit two. He'd come out and hit two out of three threes. Three out He'd of come three. on and ma- and and get intangibles, breaking up plays, um, extra off the ball defense, like uh, off ball defense. He he's a guy that you want coming off the bench, now, and he's a guy who's consistent and ready to play. I, I love him. I don't mean to be a burr under your saddle. I, I believe that's a no saying. boy. I believe that's a saying. Yeah, that seems right. 
No, that seems right. Well, you said you wanted to expound, but it sounded like you were expanding. Now, were you expounding or expanding just then? I feel like I hear you getting after me, but I actually think that the word expounding means to present and explain a theory or an idea systematically and in detail. And it is perfectly it is perfectly acceptable to say I'm going to expound upon that. See, no, because See, no, you, look, because you're going into detail. No, expound. So you're the, you're no. you're a fool. No, no, you're a no. Fool. Expound. You're incorrect. X pound is what my ex had tons of. She had a lot of extra pounds. Buddy, hey Chris, she was we're a at forty big gal. minutes. She was a real. Can you big stop gal. it already? <laughs> we're at forty right, so minutes. Starting back to the center. Basketball. Starting center. Starting center. Ivica yeah. Zubats. Backup center. Woo! Serge Ibaka. And backup. Yeah. Backup center is somebody new whose name escapes me. Otoru, who was our 30, uh, 33rd overall pick. Um, so yeah, he's our he's our backup backup. And now now here's an extra. We've already talked about Serge a bunch, so I don't need to go all into it again. But I do want to bring up an interesting piece of information. Which talk is to me, Hank. The talk to me. The season the season that Serge Ibaka was on the court with Leonard and they won the championship. Yes, was one of his be- was one of his best seasons. He averaged like 15 and eight. Um, and shot like 50% or better. So so they play well together. And so the question will be, too, like, let's see how this plays out. I saw some lists that listed Serge Ibaka um, as the starter with Evita Zubats as the backup. But I will t- use an expression no. that I've only – that I, listen, I'm not done. I'm not done. This is – use an expression that I've only recently learned from Twitter. I would say that people who are putting Serge at the one yeah. and, Ibi- and Evita Zubats as the backup are casual. That's Cash. the term that's being used now. They they casual because I'm here to tell you like <laughs> they casual they, like they casual like that's I'm seeing that in comments all the time now on Twitter and I lo- basketball Twitter I love it right, casual so they casual. casual it means they the person casual. isn't paying attention well they casual I, uh, because I think that Z- that Evita Zubats is literally like he oh, had such dude. great leaps last season yeah. and he he is He's only going center. to explode this season. He's going to yeah. explode. It's going to be think- bananas. Uh, first of all, the, na- the name of the episode, I don't know exactly what it's going to be, although the fans already know because they looked at it. But this is the Serge Ibaka spectacular right here. So we need to definitely expound sure. and expand upon Serge Ibaka and talk about the great, great history that him and Kawhi Leonard have together, the winning history. Serge Ibaka knows what to expect from Kawhi Leonard. You'll see, I think, uh, they casual, like Rasual Butler. They casual will talk about, oh, you know, actually it was um, – uh, what's his name? Uh, the point guard from Toronto Raptors who carried Kawhi Leonard to the finals. What's his name? You know the long, uh, the the long time Toronto Raptors. Again, this is not Raptors cast, which is why his name isn't just coming right to the. You talking about of my Fred tongue. Van Fleet? You talking about no. Fred Van Vliet? No, not Freddie. I'm talking about the veteran, long time Toronto Raptor that everybody was so thrilled that he won a ring. He's the long time. Uh, Raptor, who's gonna his name's gonna be up in the Raptor rafters, hanging. Uh, it's like it was it was Jay, it was uh, the guy from San Antonio who they trade. Like, uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. There you go, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. So they casual. Jeez, Louise, that was you. the worst moment of this podcast. You trying to figure that out? The entire series <laughs> or just this episode? Yeah, just oh no, the whole time. Okay, the entire nine season <laughs> run. That was the lowest. So go ahead, go ahead. They casual will say things like, "Well, Kyle Lowry carried Kawhi Leonard," and I just have to disagree with that because I watched that Toronto Raptors 
improbable playoff run. And I saw what Kawhi Leonard did, and I saw what Serge Ibaka did, and yes, Fred Van Vliet, and yes, Kyle Lowry, but that was Kawhi Leonard's team. And that was Serge Ibaka and Kawhi Leonard together with the chemistry that led that team with Kyle Lowry and with Fred Van Vliet, and then no one can remember anybody else. I guess Mark Gasol probably. Anyway, look, Serge Ibaka and Kawhi Leonard are proven winners. Now, Serge Ibaka, let's go back in time even further. He's a known nut puncher. Uh, he punched Blake Griffin in the nuts like twice. <laughs> That's right. He may have grabbed right. them at one point, I think. A, and B, OKC Thunder's Serge Ibaka, they chose Ibaka over Harden, and Serge Ibaka went to the finals with OKC. He's been to the finals multiple times with multiple teams. This guy is such an upgrade from head yeah. case Montrez Harrell, and I don't want to throw— Easy. I love him. I Easy. love him, too, but you know you were in that locker room, and after a loss or after a win where he didn't play particularly well— he was not easy to talk to. He, I just don't think. I think Serge Ibaka, and I, I don't. I haven't. I haven't been in the locker room with him yet, and I can't wait to. Whenever they let us back in, and I will wear a hazmat suit if that's what I need to do. But I cannot wait to see what Serge Ibaka is in the locker room. I guarantee you, he is less of a head case than Montrezl Harrell. I guarantee you. Well, I mean, I, 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 I uh, there's no reason for us to fight over it. I don't think that Montrezl is a head case, but I do think that Serge Ibaka is a more steadying energy uh, and he's cooler customer so I think that can be good for us like the, the question on our backup on our second unit is going to be scoring of course right I mean Lou Williams is basically the guy who's going to be in charge of getting all the points in the second unit <laughs> sure if, well, I mean, like but but Serge Ibaka like, gets points man like Serge Ibaka yes he does points. I think Nicholas Batum yes, will he contribute does. I think Lukey Dukey Kennard will definitely contribute I I think we've got guys who are going to be able to score Pat Patterson I think we've got guys I can name 10 Clippers that I'm just very confident about making a run with, and we've just sat here and named 15. So I yeah. feel very confident. I understand your purvis and you're nervous, but if you want to talk about the fact that Clipper basketball starts on December 11th, there's a game on your birthday, mm -hmm. December 13th, and then the final preseason oh, yeah. game is December 17th. We play three games. You asked me last night, what do you – you asked me, and you literally asked me with curiosity in your eyes, what do you think the Clippers' record is <laughs> in preseason? After the preseason. And I was yeah. like, 3-0, and dipshit? Are you kidding? <laughs> of course 3-0. and Come on, Hank. Obviously, yes, yes, <laughs> But look, yes. also, it doesn't matter, right? So we could go 0-3, we could go 1-2, and we could go 2-1, we go 3-0. It really doesn't matter. The only games that matter – Start on December twenty second versus the hated L word. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we're gonna. I I wouldn't. Here's the one thing I'd like to do as we as we kind of bring the ship uh, get in into the to port. Into yeah, as we're bringing the ship into port, I'd like to first of all um, really encourage Clippers Nation Clippers to not Nation <laughs> Clippers Nation. I love it. Uh, please please don't please don't hit the panic button if we go one and two or zero oh and three in this preseason. In the preseason, pre yeah, absolutely not. It's a you, you can okay, hit it. You can hit it in the regular season if we go zero and three or one and two in the regular season. Sure, sure. And get ready, please get ready in these first two matchups versus the Lakers to see Montrez Harrell play better than we've ever seen him play. See him play. Yes. He did not send an Instagram post 
yeah. or a TikTok he felt scorned. or a tweet. He felt scorned by the Clippers. He did not send out a thank you to the Clippers no. fans, no, any didn't. of that stuff. So I think I think that we're going to see him do crazy stuff, and I think that probably the Lakers players are going to feed him I, and oh, give yeah. him his opportunities to like have great numbers. Um, but but it's not a it's you know we play we go Lakers Lakers Jazz and the Jazz you know we're great in the postseason too and. So I think we go one and two. If I could be perfectly honest, in oh, the, were the, in the were the Jazz good in the bubble? Were they or that was that that was Phoenix that was really good in the bubble, and then they didn't make it anyway. No, but, the, but 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 Jazz was they were in the you playoffs, know Jazz so was I the, mean, the Jazz Thunder was round the great one, maybe. series yeah, versus yeah, yeah. the yep. yeah the great series versus Denver. So um, let me ask you this: but Hank, I do this I do an... think that we're probably gonna we're probably gonna win one and lose two, and I would love it if we split it with the Lakers, but. You know, maybe I'm super wrong. It should be very interesting to see how Lou changes our offense. It should be fascinating to see how he changes the entire way he plays. Yeah. Who carries the ball? All that stuff. This and does Paul George and which Paul George do we get? What Paul George are we gonna get? And if he's great, are we gonna spend the whole season worried? This is the other thing that makes me nervous. If Paul George comes out with record numbers, are we gonna spend the whole time wondering? Is is this going to disappear in the postseason? Is Lou going to disappear in the postseason? I hope. Are not. we going because we saw a different team? We have seen a, diff, a different. I hope. Team in I the hope it was so. bubble. I hope it was bubble. I hope it was bubble anomaly. I hope. Well, I think we all do. I, I think hope. we all hope that, and I think it could be. All right. So let so, me ask you this. Sometimes, hey. sometimes you just need a fresh captain to right the ship. So we're going to see what Lou does. You know, he's a champ. He's a champ. Sweet Lou is a champ. What the hell are you talking about? No, Teron Lou. Oh, Ty Lou. <laughs> Tyler, that is so confusing. Oh my oh, yeah, god! I thought there. you were talking about Sweet Lou. That's so confusing. No, right, so he's not the captain. I know. I, that's what I was captain. like. Wow, this is a bold statement by Hank. He just thinks Could Lou Williams is going to just lead this team. No, no, Tyler makes a hell of a lot more sense. Okay, let me yeah, ask yeah, you this, yeah. Hank. Go ahead. Is the goal yeah, ask me. for Clipcast to Clipcast mm. after every single win? Well, I mean, we we start. Now, this is kind of fun. And if clip and if if Clipcast fans, you have first of all, if you're listening this far and you made it this far, please give us likes and rate us and share us. We, we'd love for more people to hear yes, what we're and doing. Give and, give your, and give us your and give us your PayPal or Venmo, and we'll give you one dollar for making it this far. <laughs> That's not true. Please um, don't but give please, us those. <laughs> no, because we really will not do that. We really will not do that. Um, we we really started to enjoy oh, only yeah. clip casting after wins, and part playoffs. of why we enjoy yeah. doing that is because we are the eternal optimists of all the podcasts. We are the ones who don't come on and 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 dissect a loss. We're homers because we are we're homers. We're yeah. total homers. That's again what we're. I think the point Chris was trying to make early on that oh, if you woo-hoo. want if you want analysts. And stat heads and people who can give you that information. There are lots of them who are like that. You're going to get some of that from us, but we like to love on our team. There's another Uh, podcast I I didn't mention. Wait, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. Ball or something. Hoop. But wouldn't it be like Clippers fans, if you wish that we were just casting after wins, let us know. We're not going to do every game, but it is kind of fun to just clip. That's what I'm asking you. So, 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 look, the next time you and I clip cast will likely be when the schedule is released, okay? But yeah. hypothetically, say we win a preseason game on the 11th or the 13th or both of those games. So say hypothetically we win the 11th and we win the 13th. Are you telling me we're going to clip cast after both of those preseason Ws? Well, listen, the 13th is my birthday. I and I'm basically going to I'm basically going to watch the Cowboys game in the morning and then the Boo. Clippers game in the evening. And, and on my birthday, by the time the game is over, I'm not sure I would should get on a microphone. Sure. I might be drinking beers and. 
um, all that kind of stuff. But I think what we ought to do is consider maybe uh, clip casting at the end of preseason, unless something amazing happens we want to talk about. Then Got we can it. recap the whole preseason. And, I don't and, know. And then the regular season. Is there something something for you, Burbank Hank, to digest on? Is do we clip cast after every win, or is that just a playoff thing? Just something for you to digest upon. So just I don't think know, about something it. to think about. And I but, wanna... we, but then P.S. Yeah, we play the Lakers on opening freaking night on the twenty second. Lakers are we play three out of our first four games is versus the Lakers, and so that is that's got that's got plus and minuses to it. If if one team has the other team's number, it could get real ugly real fast. Um, ever but, since you know, LeBron, we have to see the difference. Ever since LeBron joined the L word. We are four and four versus the L word, a team that we've really owned in the past 10 years. But since LeBron joined, we're split. So we've split the season series two years in a row. We're four and four. We went two and two, two years in a row. So I, I, I and I also will tell you this, our most listened to episode almost every year is the Battle L.A after the very home opener, LALA. Like, that always gets the sweet, sweet numbers, whether you're a Lou, Ty, or a Lou, Will guy. So that that's something to be said. I, I Win, lose, or draw, I think we should definitely podcast after that. And obviously, I think we do win that game. So it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. We'll and I think we get 72 games this season. I, I, I don't really understand. I don't know what kind of access <laughs> you and I get. No one knows anything. There's still so much unknown but here we are in the ninth season of Clipcast, in the 51st season of Clippers basketball, in the second season. I love what you said about – I never thought about that. LeBron really crapped the bed his first season as an L word. Yeah, no one around him. They didn't go to the postseason, and they sucked. And Kawhi Leonard came and did really great things for this Clipper organization, and then – crapped the bed in the playoffs and one could argue that doc crapped the bed and trez crapped the bed and lou will crapped the bed but the team crapped the bed but he did wonderful things to get them to that point we were the two seed which we'd never been unlike the l word situation where lebron came and they didn't even make the playoffs and they continued to be a bunch of losers then in the second season everything changed and they won it all so hopefully we can follow that amazing you know look there's only one winner and there's 29 losers so hopefully we can do that but i love what you said about that i was like wow i never even really considered that oh right lebron came in in the first year did nothing Kawhi came in in the first year you could say oh he didn't do anything i mean we got the two seed we were up three one in round two and then Doc Rivers once again dropped a three-one lead for the third time. But I just love that point that you made, Hank. So I'm just once again uh, celebrating your point. And then also just uh, oh, it sounds to me like you're tooting my horn. Doot 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 doot. No, it's just because your birthday. Just because your birthday's coming up, I'll give you a couple birthday toot toots. But it sounds like we won't be clip casting on your birthday because much like there's that there's that stadium basketball and then there's blacktop basketball you know what i'm saying there's like that blacktop style basketball sounds like on your birthday you're gonna be maybe not blacktop but black out is where i'm going <laughs> no with i'm this. no 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 i'm gonna be <laughs> listen i'm gonna be watching the game with my kids i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be getting hammered but but yes, we'll see will. let's the, the point we've now been we've now been going for 10 minutes tr- t- having a conversation we should have had off mic 
Oh, I disagree. I, I just think this is classic expounding. I think we just expounded. That's all. That's all we're doing is you know just what? expounding. You, you know what? You need to go do. You need to go little do a little research because I bet you would find that the expression is not expanding on the point anyway. It's expounding on the point, and it's usually misused. Well, look, so. I don't mean I don't mean to toot, toot. Uh, toot, I don't mean toot, to. I don't mean to brush you off and end the show early, uh, although it's actually several minutes late, but I do have to go and uh, host my next podcast, Webster's Dictionary Cast. So I will, I'm doing a whole uh, expound, expand, expound versus expand Webster's Dictionary Cast with actual, uh, with uh, with um, the great, 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 great grandson of Miriam Webster. So uh, Miles Webster, that's a great, you guys should check that out. Uh, Webster's Dictionary Cast, available wherever podcasts are sold and it's a it's actually a hundred dollars that we we charge a hundred dollars per podcast it's a very expensive podcast but i think it's well you you know the thing is you really love plays on words and i love you use that title because your name is in the word dictionary if you take away the shenary <laughs> yes Hey-o! i'm a real dictionary <laughs> oh you're just gonna sound the horn you dictionary head you can suck my dictionary, Hank. You can suck okay, my okay. dictionary, oh, that's too, Hank. That's too much. Too much. It's too much.